You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Laura Taylor. Hey. And Lauren Keller. What's up? So what's what's up with you? It's your turn. What are we talking about? It's my turn. Yeah. Well, um, I have been rereading my favorite fantasy book series. Um, it's a series that I've loved since I was, I don't know, like 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. The author is Elizabeth Hayden, and the first book is called Rhapsody, um, and then the second and third books are called Prophecy and Destiny, mm. and uh, it's, you know, just very typical fantasy stuff, but it's something that I've always really, really connected to, and um, I've been having a real hard time lately uh, being, like, motivated to do uh, <laughs> anything 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 at all uh lately i and i i am going to blame it on covid but um you know also maybe some other stuff who knows <laughs> uh anyways i decided that um i was feeling really down and i it's like i can figure out what like media i wanted to watch or you know i've been playing a lot of animal crossing but i was just like no i want something else what what am i feeling like i just i need something that makes me feel like i have an ounce of motivation left in me mm-hmm. and um this book series i don't know that it's necessarily f- fully given me <laughs> my motivation back but i definitely rereading that and and sort of having that emotional touchstone um, and, and a lot of the themes of the book itself, um, really, really good to get into right now. And, um, yeah, so I guess I, I guess I wanted to talk about like, how, how are you all, how are you all staying motivated to, to, to be alive, <laughs> do stuff, wait, 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 I have a question. maintain your cor- corporeal form? <laughs> I have- I, I, I do have some questions. Sure. Like, did how did these books motivate you in any in any way? Like, are you are you just motivated to read them, or does reading them help you with motivation for other reading things? Reading them helps me with motivation for other things. Um, a, a big part of the um the trilogy, and then especially the first book, is uh persevering in spite of what might be an endless and hopeless journey and just continuing to push forward and not giving up hope um, and continuing to push forward even when you don't have hope and just being fucking spiteful about it is like, you're not going to fucking stop me here. And um, there's something about, you know, that that kind of storytelling in general resonates with me, but this this story especially since I've returned to it so many times across my lifespan, and um, it definitely it has an extra an extra layer for me specifically. Hmm. So is it like you don't remember what it feels like to feel motivated? So you're reading the story of this character who is pushing forward, and then you kind of like live through the character, and then yeah kind of remember and are able to feel that even not directly and then it 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 triggers something in you is it something like that yeah okay okay hmm hmm has this has this series of books done this for you in the past mhm okay okay maybe mm, i don't think i've ever read it as mindfully as i am hmm. this time and you know part of that is just general growing up and reading something i'm i'm older i have more life experiences now i've read more books um but but you know also just in general i have grown as a person and so um the the way that it is meaningful to me also also grows so yeah i definitely think it's helped me feel motivated before but i don't know that it's necessarily been something i've specifically thought about and and headed towards that like i did this time is it hmm does it feel good (laughs) 
like to read this book again and and like remember that or feel that way like did it feel like what you were looking for that you found it I would say definitely yes because um I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty fast reader in general but um I read I read all three of the books in like 6 days um so yeah there's <laughs> yeah it definitely it, yeah Want to elaborate any more on, on any of that? Um. Okay, I guess I'll <laughs> I guess I'll be more specific. In in Rhapsody, in the first book, yeah. Um. In in early in the book, our main character Rhapsody, um, is trying to escape a bad guy, and she runs into these two cloaked figures who are um. One of them is like really giant and vaguely monstrous, and the other one is very uh, cloaked and assassiny. And um, she's all like, uh, "Yo, can you help me?" And they're like, "Sure," uh, and drag her along. And while she thinks at first that they are saving her, she realizes pretty quickly that um, she's kind of their captor and she can't actually leave. But Certain things are going on, so she's like, okay, well, what what happens? And they end up going to this giant holy tree that stands at, um, in this magical world, it is the uh, the birthplace of the first element. And so it's, it's a very rich, magical place. And um, one of Rhapsody's captors opens a door into one of these giant roots of this huge white tree and they go inside of it and um she's supposed to be it's they they don't call them elves in this book they call them lyran but they're they're elves and she's supposed to be like half elf and she's supposed to be specifically like a a plains elf and so she cannot bear to be underground uh, a big part of her um, culture and religion is is praying to the sun every morning and and evening when it sets and praying to the stars and so she is trapped underground away from all of that away from air and they can't go back and so they just have to keep climbing down 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 into this giant tree root. and over the course of many chapters um they they climb through the entire earth they travel through the entire earth they pass through the middle of the earth which is a giant pure flame well and um some cool magical stuff happens but basically the whole time she's basically it's torture for her to exist in this space, but she has no choice except to continue forward or to just, you know, die. And so yeah. she keeps continuing forward and keeps pushing, even though the very environment is harming her. Um, slowly, her captors become friends, which is fantastic. I love that. And um, their relationship grows and it's very beautiful. Um, and uh, a, a big part is when they've finally come out of the earth on the other side rhapsody is of course like okay well this was fucking bullshit i'm going home (laughs) and turns out uh, while they had been inside of the great trees root system traveling through the center of the earth something like sixteen thousand years passed and the island that they had come from got destroyed in a like huge volcano um, after going through a war. And all of the, the survivors from the island had traveled across to this new land on the other side of the world where they were. But it's thousands of years later or a thousand and a half years later. And so she doesn't have a home to go back to. And it's um, it's really emotional. But through through the you know the ending of the first book and the the second and third books it's very much about her finding new purpose and connecting to these new people and doing good and protecting those who need protecting and um but yeah definitely that the beginning part of the story of traveling through the earth 
um, really, really resonates with me. I think, I, I don't know if this is because I read it when I was young, but definitely part of the way I visualize my own depression is being deep, deep, deep within the earth, separated from everybody else and having the feeling that it's like you have to keep going. You can't you can't stop going. Even if by the time you get out, nothing that you expected is left, like you can't you have to keep going. And that that shit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. What was Rhapsody's motivation in the story? <laughs> like what is her main drive? Um I would say in the beginning her main drive is to go home. And then when she discovers that there isn't a home to go to, it becomes she has a drive to to build her own home, to build her own family, to replace the family that she had lost, um, and, and that that sort of thing. And you know, it's it's a fantasy book, so there's all this like magic stuff, and then she ends up becoming a queen and. Oh uh, yeah, uh, ancient, s- s- powerful, magical, elemental sword bearer, and she's also her name is Rhapsody, and she is a um, a namer, which is a very powerful lore musician. Um, to the point that basically her singing ability is a is another additional magical power that she has. It's dope as hell. I highly recommend this book series if you like fantasy stuff. <laughs> I, you sold me on it. Damn. I want to try to not geek out about the story and ask you more questions uh, about the story itself. <laughs> okay. Well, because you want to read this. Now I want to read it. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying. Like, I I feel bad because definitely like the reveal of it being the, them time traveling basically is like a big s- shocking reveal. But I feel like it's important to the conversation I want to have about yeah. you know motivation in general so i apologize for spoiling a little bit of this book that came out uh 1998 99 <laughs> um I mean, it's worth I- reading it y'all it i mean you know i had like i said before is like as i have grown you know the way that i approach it has changed a little bit and so of course um i'm very different than i was when i was 10 11 and so you know there there are some uh things that i'm less excited about now as an adult (laughs) Uh, but overall it is still definitely my favorite book series well that spoiler is what made me decide like oh no i have to read this like this is that's right up my alley like that yeah that was a good that was a that was the reveal i needed to want to to read it Hmm. okay so so it worked uh it's worked in the past you've got it is it kind of like a break glass in, in case of like you kind of kind of thing like yeah <laughs> yeah i think there's there's definitely um a, an element of that as to when i when i get the itch to sort of return to it i'm trying to think of the last time i read through the entire series and i want to say it was the last time i was in a bad depressive stint so hmm maybe i've been doing this longer than i thought <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. As uh, you know, I I have a handful of books that I like to reread, and I think in the past year or so, I've had uh, some emotional stuff that I guess made me want to seek out like that that simpler youth time fantasy YA that has happy endings and all that stuff. And so, I definitely I reread. Um, a handful of other series that I had I had really connected to when I was younger. The um oh gosh, what's her name? Uh Tamara Pierce. She has uh several series, but the the Tortal series with um Alana the Lioness and uh Caledry the Knight and Dane the Wild Mage. I like all those books. I reread a handful of those in the past year. And I think, I, I guess I just got to the point where I was like, now is the time to reread this one, the hmm. best one. So 
when I actually I'll, I'll get to this later. Dude, uh, Lara, does does this? Do you have a version or uh, similar to this? Is there a story that you go to that would, you know, provide this kind of motivation? Does that? Do you relate to that? When I was trying to think about <clears throat> what, uh, when I was trying to think about what Lauren was describing, I, I don't know that I have something like that gives me that motivation. There are things that I go to that like when I'm in a funk and I'm like, I don't want to watch anything. I don't want to read anything. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. It might pull me out of that funk. Like for me, that's star Wars or the Marvel movies or Harry Potter. And I think those stories are, have a lot to do with things like people fighting against like insurmountable odds and being able to fight this overwhelming evil. Um, just like they start as everyday people, like in most of these stories, like Luke Skywalker doesn't know he's anything. He's just some farm boy. Harry Potter doesn't know he's anything. He just is a kid that lives in in a cupboard under the stairs and quite a few of the the Marvel superheroes, especially like my favorite is Captain America, and he starts out as this skinny, scrawny guy and becomes like the best because he's the best. Um, <laughs> Captain Marvel is another one of my favorites, and she's got a little more going for her. She's an Air Force pilot and like badass to begin with. Um, but I wonder if in the future we will see some of her like backstory of who she was before that. I mean, you get some of that with her falling down as a kid and having to deal with being not a boy. Uh, but these, these stories of people getting up and doing things against all odds, um, and fighting through, and some of it is more of a nostalgia factor and like me really rela- liking these stories and wanting to watch them again or or read them again. Um, I don't do a lot of rereading things because I f- it's so time consuming yeah. and I feel like I had, there's so much content out there I want to see and play and do. Um, so, so, so some of these stories, it sounds like these are your favorite stories. Yeah. And... Like when you started describing it, because like I have stories that I sometimes I just need to feel something, <laughs> and there are yeah. some stories that uh, make me feel things. So sometimes I just need them to like jolt me because I'm feeling numb. Pop on a Disney movie and you'll feel something. <laughs> uh, d- d- <laughs> depends, right? Like like yeah. yeah, like yeah sometimes yeah. it's you want to feel something. Um, sometimes you want to feel something very specific. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so those stories, you all, you described all of these stories of uh, uh, overcoming these insurmountable odds, but it sounds like those are just, you just like those stories. Like they make you feel good in general. Right. And they will pull me out of a funk that is right. like, maybe I don't want to go do this thing. I, like it's kind of sometimes when I am unmotivated to do anything, I'm usually, if I'm not motivated, I'm feeling depressed. And so there are times where... That's the uh, theme of this episode. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if, I'm not, if I don't want to do anything, I'm, I'm feeling depressed. There have been times in the past where I don't want to do anything. My wife suggests, hey, let's have friends over and play games or do something. And I'll be like, nah, I don't want to do that. And she'll be like, no, I'm inviting our friend o- over to play games and we're going to play games, damn it. And I feel great after. <laughs> and then I'm motivated to do things and get the things done I need to do. Um, same kind of idea. Like it, it pulls me out of these these things of fighting insurmountable odds. And, and I like these stories. It's like I like playing games with my friends and I just couldn't see it and I need to do it. Um, right. So, so I'm trying to like differentiate that from mm-hmm. yeah there's from, there's like yeah. motivation to start something and then there's mm-hmm. motivation to like continue doing an activity 
Yeah. And right. they are they are distinct. Yeah. 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 And just, then I yeah, think about mm-hmm. well, Go ahead. I was thinking about the other kind of motivation with like I don't know. Uh, QCE reminds me every time I go to a convention or I watch it, I, I see a talk. Um, I've been doing a lot of Game to Grow's webinars. Um, it motivates me to want to do more of what they're doing. It makes me want to draw a comic, even though I can't really fucking draw. <laughs> um, it makes me want to start a D&D group. It makes me want to actually go out and do things because I'm seeing other people do the thing I want to do. So this this brings me to a, a point I was going to touch on later, but uh, sometimes when I'm talking about this, like I, I really want to go deep into this motivation part, but sometimes even when I'm talking about it, I I confuse it with inspiration. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I get inspired by seeing other people do something or by seeing a character do something, but right. I think that that's also different from exactly this motivation part. Um, like I, I like I love training montages, for example, because <laughs> they show like they put me in this frame of mind where I'm like, oh yeah, no, no, no like like I need to, I if I want like I I want to accomplish this thing and I can't do it if I just stand still, and I love the the visual <laughs> or even you know in in, in books and and you know in any medium this idea that you have to in video games it's the 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 grinding and leveling up right this idea that oh like i'm seeing this person very quickly doing all of the things that they need to do to be able to do that other thing and that for me is very it puts me in that mindset of like oh right i need to if i want to get there <laughs> I need to do something stuff in between. And so that to me is more like the, like the motivation part. Um, whereas like every time I talk about Batman, like Batman is more, uh, like he's, he's aspirational, but also like inspirational, right? Like the, the idea that like, Oh, I, I want to be more like that. Or like, Oh, it reminds me like I would, I would like to do this, but the actual motivation of, <laughs> of, of getting through there are some story. The stories that do that for me are are shows that, and stories that show it more, more explicitly. Like like again, like like a training montage. Like seeing somebody, I don't know. Like seeing someone go through it, has always been has always been helpful to me. Like like I described before, Lauren. Like that idea of like, okay, so you saw this person being motivated right and then like since you're living the story you're kind of going through it and like it it at least those stories remind me of oh yeah that's that's what i'm not feeling right now that's what i want to feel i remember now and kind of helps me move in that in Mm -hmm. that direction as as we're talking about this i'm you know mulling over it in my mind and i think Mm -hmm. i think a big part of it is not necessarily that that reading this series motivates me and it's more that reading this particular story reminds me of resilience and and perseverance in the face of tragedy Hmm. and from there that gives me back my motivation and I think for me a lot of it is like feeling helpless and like I can't do anything and that's why it's it's the the can't start anything motivation um, more so than the continuing to do an activity motivation. And so reading Rhapsody and Prophecy and Destiny gets me into the space where uh, despite being depressed and feeling like everything's sort of pointless and, and helpless is like it pushes me to remember my own perseverance and my own resilience and reflect on the ways that I have managed to survive and persevere through great tragedy and that yeah it fucking sucks when you're in it but i i've gotten through it before i can get through it again i'm gonna i'm gonna bring something up that's always kind of controversial let me see let me see if i can i can make a good argument for this but one of the things that bothers me about um the the hero's journey or the uh there's been like a I think there are a lot of people who love the hero's journey a lot. Um, what bothers me about the hero's journey is that it has this component. I don't remember the, the parts of it, but it has this, this like 
thing that happens to the hero that is what moves him. The inciting or, incident. The inciting, the inciting incident that incident. then moves them. The call forward. to action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what we're talking about here is like that thing isn't present, and so we need to find it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's like an internal spark, and mm-hmm. the real world doesn't always give you that. Mm-hmm. And when we are depressed, when we're feeling numb, when we're feeling, um, yeah, like completely unmotivated, what do what is our story? What is that? What is that thing that can then like spark us to move forward and 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 do that? And if there were always an inciting incident on the outside, that would be fantastic. But it's not. That's that's not depression, right? Like once you're once you're in there, once you're deep down inside the the center of the earth, what propels you to to like keep moving? And yeah, if fun, you've yeah. been traveling through a nightmare landscape and you get to this beautiful, glorious fountain of pure elemental flame, and then you realize that you're halfway, <laughs> you are only halfway. Yeah. And then you still manage to fucking keep going. Whew. Hmm. Whew. Hmm. <laughs> A queen. <laughs> <laughs> the Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the supportive listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind the scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail anywhere in the world to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Look, I, I love these insurmountable um, stories, right, that, that you're talking about, uh, Lara, too. It's like, like, there's no way this person can beat that other person, right? But for me, some of those stories are super inspiring. Some of them are entertaining. But some of them hit the right way where it's like, okay, like I can relate to... This is why I brought up training montages, right? It's like, okay, so like, but something had to happen, right? Like, well, how do they, how do, wh- why did they want to do that? How did they go through that? Like, it, there's something there that mm-hmm. I can relate to more, which is, <laughs> I think this is part of the, there was a discussion we saw on a, on a, um, uh, Laura and I were, were talking about this, about uh, this therapist in a, in a Facebook group was saying that one of her clients was relating like really relating to villains and like like how can i turn that around and basically like over 200 people the last time we checked were like what's wrong with relating to villains <laughs> i was like why turn it around <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and i think i think a lot of those a lot of the villain stories i mean i know a lot of the villain stories are relatable because they have been knocked down and they have been it's been like their lives have been unfair you know and then many hero stories it's like they were lucky kind of you know like oh you got a superpower mm-hmm. and then like what they do with that is but but like having a superpower is like pretty fortunate thing to be to be given and um and so that's why many heroes aren't aren't relatable to me like i enjoy their stories some are inspirational because they choose to do something with the power that they've been given but it's not relatable in the sense it's like cause i can't relate to having a superpower I can relate to someone training really hard and <laughs> going through a training montage <laughs> to be able to achieve something that they that they wanted to achieve. Do you feel like are we are we are we still in the same uh like general area of of uh of, of the of the idea, Lauren? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is okay. this a great okay. convo. I I, okay. I wanna hear about you. Me. So uh, I'm I'm thinking a lot about some different anime that I really like. Yeah, I was going to say you've been rewatching some older stuff now, right? I've been yeah, I've been rewatching some some older stuff and just I don't know, I think this is this is one of the reasons why like I th- I think every time I think about it like Dragon Ball Z is and Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Super are some of my favorite shows for for multiple reasons. Like Goku is inspirational and aspirational to me because he's just like a really he's just like so nice and cares about his friends and he's nice to his enemies so he makes them his friends too and most of his enemies end up being his friends the very least his ally like those are things like i love those ideas but there's this other part of the show where it's it's the training right it's like he like something happens and he 
he's he wants to progress he wants to move forward and he look he actively looks for people to help him or he looks for challenges or he looks for he looks at things differently and at different times those ideas have been very very helpful to me like it's very like it's funny he has almost a singular motivation it's like he never forgets goku just wants to get stronger in general like despite like how nice he is and how like he's actually he's actually very egotistical like he's very uh, selfish he just wants to get stronger but that one thing propels him through 800 episodes of this show and then along the way there's other things that happen but like really that's his one motivation but there's something about remembering uh, like having these certain north stars that sometimes I forget. This is something that happens to me. I don't know if this happens to you, Lauren. Where it's like I forgot, I forgot why I'm doing the thing. Why am I even here? Like why? Mm-hmm. Why didn't we get started? <laughs> you know? Why do I even care? And and that's that's depression usually uh, making you uh, ask those questions and forgetting. But I think about Goku. I'm like, oh, like yeah, like he always remembers. Like I don't have. I don't know. I should probably get a tattoo or something, right? Like f- I should find that one thing and then get it, so I don't forget what that thing is <laughs> that propels me forward. Or I should have a few totems and things that that kind of remind me more often. And you need a Dragon Ball tattoo. <laughs> I need a, I need something. Yeah, yeah, to remind me, like, oh yeah, like this is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing it. And it helps to have other people remind me of that too. Um, but like, I don't know. My, my mind immediately went to 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 Goku. And I don't know, I'm watching an, an, a new show now and these characters do have like this, they do have a thing that they want to do. And there are moments when they do get discouraged, but they kind of like, they remember what it is that they, that they want to accomplish. And I don't, I don't know if, if, if that resonates Lauren, but like, I forget all the time, like why, why I'm starting to do a thing. Like it's like, usually <laughs> that alone helps me enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but I get lost. I'm like, it's like, it's a blur. Right. I'm like, what, why though? Why? And then someone reminds me, um, I'm trying to think of a very specific example, um, that I've, that I've had conversations like, I'm like, like, why I'm going to just give up. I was like, Oh, I thought you wanted to do this thing. I'm like, Oh shit. That's exactly why I started. <laughs> that idea is amazing to me. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I've either spent the money or the time or the effort or blah, 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 et cetera. And then, it's it's enough. It's like it's like finding that north star and then being able to to go back to it. That's that's something that helps me. And, and those are stories that have <laughs> you. You don't realize this, Josue, but no. that what you're saying right now is huh? is so important to the, the, the trilogy. I'm talking about. <laughs> Shit, there's a north star. <laughs> there's a star. <laughs> there's a star. There is a guiding star. It's a it's a solid metaphor. All right, I did it. <laughs> was that was like was that metaphor helpful for you in the story too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we cracked yeah. this one. <laughs> there's there's a Josue is uh, gonna rewrite the story word for word just by talking this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're doing great so far. <laughs> um, I do. I mean, there are there are a bunch of really great quotes um, in the series, but there is a quote from the second book, Prophecy, that I would like to share with you because, um, especially this read through, it's been like really sitting with me. Tattoo, or tattoo. Uh, Let's do it. It's uh, too many words for a tattoo, but <laughs> uh, maybe a back tattoo. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's hard to see. <laughs> You get it in. Uh, you get it uh, printed like a ambulance on the front of the ambulance, so that yes. it's in the mirror. You can, can see read it. it in the mirror. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. This is this is the quote. Destruction is a far fuck. Destruction is far simpler than creation, than sustenance, than deliverance. It takes but one to destroy a world, but the deliverance of that world is not a task for one alone. A world whose fate rests in the hands of one is a world far too simple to be worth saving. How did that affect you? Because it just made me think of something, but I'm curious. Well, you know, talking about feeling depressed and feeling hopeless and like I can't do anything and 
having depression frame a lot of situations in that way where it's like if I can't do anything it's pointless and that's not that's not real life and that's not reality and I'm never going to be able to save the entire world by myself I I need to depend on other people and and other people are depending on me also and that is what makes you know human beings the cultures we live in that's what makes us special is that the recognition that you can destroy something by yourself but building something awesome and beautiful and powerful it takes all of us to work together yeah I've brought up some of my favorite stories, like Batman in particular. Again, like I love this this moment in in his history when he finally admits, like, oh yeah, like I don't actually do this on my own, and I can't do this on my own. And he brings like all of the Bat family into into the Batcave, and everybody's there, and he's telling them this, and they're all shocked that he's admitting this to them, and then he em- embraces the idea. That oh yeah no we can we can like I mean his goal is almost impossible anyway but to 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 do it with all those other people feels much more uh, attainable and I like I love team stories and I I I I I truly believe like having a good support system is the most important thing that you can have like that mm-hmm. not everybody can afford a therapist not everybody that's not going to work for everybody but if you have a good support system. And and that can mean different things, but just knowing that you're not the only one who cares about something is sometimes huge. Um, actually, having people to collaborate with is is huge. Um, even if you're doing it alone, but knowing that other people are trying to do it too is is huge because you you don't feel alone. Um, yeah, definitely. The, One of the biggest yeah. suggestions that's been going around for uh, the last couple months with with uh clients all around my my company is like having someone else even if you're working and you're and you're doing two separate things having someone present and having someone like on facetime like facetiming a friend and you're working on your thing they're in their house working on their thing but just being able to have someone else there um yeah i'm so I'm so sick of people being like, well, you know, online communication, it's not, you know, it's not the same thing. It's not, it's not really good. It's not healthy. Or like at the end, like these, these are lifelines. These are incredible connections that people are able to make if you're, if you're open to it. There's, it's still right, people right. at the other end of the line. And so. that's not to say that Zoom fatigue and online communication fatigue is not a real thing. And it isn't the same. You know, but like those articles. It can, it, the, it, it's not better or worse. It's but, just. But like those different. articles, uh, again, like, yeah, Zoom fatigue, like you're staring at five, six, seven, ten different people all at once. Like, like those are, those are, those are things that are, that are, that are real. Like there, there's so many nuances to that, right? I and mean, like, right. If, you, if you think about just socializing in general, that, that takes energy. It takes right. energy to, to do that. And so. Yeah. While in some ways it's, you know, it's less energy using because, you know, you're just sitting there and everybody is directly in front of you and you don't necessarily have to be reading body language, um, but you're still doing all of the other, you know, communication brain work that happens. You're listening to tone, you're trying to, you're still trying to catch body language even though you can't see it very well. And all of that stuff, is it's still using up that social energy. It's just it's a different medium and figuring out if that is, you know, more or less energy intensive for you is that's going to be your own, your mm-hmm. own journey of uh, practice. Exactly. <laughs> Experimentation. People blame the technology when we're just, people are just using it wrong. Basically. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's just. Uh, different people are built yeah. for different types it's, of communication. It's, yeah. It's just a, a different, you know, it's a, it's a different medium. For some people, writing letters is, you know, the best way for them to communicate and doing a phone call would be awful. But for other people, if you ask them to write a letter, they'd be like, why would you do this to me? Right. <laughs> so right. Um, it's it's the same thing with, you know, any other medium using using Zoom or Skype or 
Google Hangouts is just another another form of communication. You got to figure out, you know, how well it works for you and in what context it's most useful or least useful and whether or not you can use it well in a way that benefits you and the people you're trying to communicate with. And that's what that quote was about. Uh, sure. <laughs> it's about community. Okay, here, here, I can make that connection. If, if it was super duper easy for all of us to switch our communications to a completely different way than we're used to communicating, and it didn't bother anybody, that'd be weird and bad. Mm-hmm. So it's it's discomfort is a little bit is a little bit good in this case. It means we're we're learning and we're growing. Maybe I don't know. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have multiple uh, rants on on this on this topic uh, that I'm not going to go into. You're both right uh, on everything you said, <sighs> but. <laughs> um, Technology aside, uh, knowing knowing that you're not alone uh, and that there is some sort of support is 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 huge. Like that is that is definitely that definitely falls for me under the motivation category because mm-hmm. again, like one thing is to see someone and it's like I've never done that before. I think I want to do that or I want to be as good as that person is different than feeling like. Wow, that person believes what I believe. Or that person is is moving towards the same goals that I am, or we're working together towards this goal. And I don't feel, I don't know. I I used to I used to lift weights with a buddy, and there were days when I didn't want to work out, but like, he helped me out. He was like, "No, no, no, we got to do this." And I was like, "Oh, thank you so much." Like otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. And then there were days when I did the opposite. And then there were days when we both just wanted to eat ice cream. But thankfully, there were those days when only one of us was unmotivated and the other one was able to to help out. Again, I think it was, it was like reminding you and, and not being alone. I don't know. It's a huge difference. And I, I love stories like that, that show where that, where that friend or, or the group of friends comes around and is like, you know, hugs the main character and reminds them why they're there and that it's going to be okay. And it's like, ah, oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I needed that too. Y'all are hugging me. At the beginning of the episode, Lauren asked, like, I want to hear what helps y'all keep being and living and... (laughs) Wanting to be alive. And wanting to be alive. And more so than when I was working in my office, I I have days where I'm like, I just don't want to fucking go to work today. Um... And then I remind myself of why I do the work Um, and I'll look at my list of clients for the day and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get to geek out with this person about this thing. Or um, I live for the moments where my clients have aha moments and they're like, oh, shit, that's what I've been doing all my life or whatever it is Um, or being able to make a connection um between a show and something that they have been struggling with with and they're like this is a thing so making those connections and being able to have those things like i remember why i want to do the thing that i'm doing and i remember that i am a therapist because i want to help people and because I want to help people make those connections and specifically want to help people make connections between the things that they love and the life that they have. And like, oh, it's so good. I'm not going to go into specifics, but there are some really good ones that have happened this week that just like their faces lit up and my face lit up and I can see it because I can see myself in the damn Zoom call. And like, the I realize. <laughs> that damn Zoom call, I can I can see yeah. that I am happy with the work that I am doing and that I am being effective, and it is it brings so much joy to to my life to be able to to know that I am doing something that lights up both of our faces. So yeah, I mean it's it's the type of job where you're 
you can show up on a Monday morning and be like, oh, I don't want to do this. And then your clients can remind you, right? And they do. Exactly. Why? And it's not their job. It's not, well, I mean, it should be <laughs> to tell me you're doing your job or you're not doing your job, whatever that may be. Um, and I, I'm careful about not putting the value of me as a human being on, but my value as a therapist is whether or not my, my clients are progressing um, or making those connections at least. And there are definitely days where I'm like, I have my days ranked by like people that I see. Um, and some days are harder than others, but every day there is somebody that I can count on to be like, this is why you do what you do. <laughs> and I had clients who didn't want to be there. That was mm -hmm. the most unmotivating thing that could possibly happen. It's like, why am I, well, why am I here? They don't, I'm here to help them. They don't want me to help them. They don't want to be helped. Those are, those are cases where people are mandated. Um, there's, there, there's different uh, uh, reasons. People who only came because they felt forced to, or someone, someone really, really asked them to. Um, mm -hmm. That, that sucked. Uh, that's why, that's why I made multiple, um, changes like when i when i made my private practice i was like no no, no i want to work with people <laughs> who want to work with me who actually want me to to help them and mm -hmm. and yeah i mean but not every not all professions are are like that um, yeah yeah and like just working with people isn't it could go either way <laughs> depending mm -hmm. on uh customer service yeah. and you know again like you can be a therapist where everybody there is I don't know. I, I like doing coaching work a lot because those were people who were in, like, just like very motivated. Like the whole reason why you, you would even hire a coach is because you're motivated to accomplish something and you want help. Um, that was some of my favorite work to do. Uh, mm -hmm. Being a teacher sometimes really sucked because like kids didn't want to be there and depended on, on the classes and stuff. But like, I, I remember not wanting to go to school <laughs> yeah. and um, but I remember wanting to go to some classes and having uh, great teachers. Like I always, I don't know. It, it depends. Some te some teachers are the reason that it makes it okay to go. Like it feels good to go to school because you get to go to that class with that awesome teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I've had a couple of those teachers, thankfully. Yeah. I've got a, I got a few of those teachers too. That's not the majority, apparently, from what I'm hearing. It wasn't for me either, but uh, but um, yeah, it, it can go either way. Working with people can go either way. <laughs> mm -hmm. But in a situation like now, where we're, I mean, I, I get it. There is a lot of isolation. I don't feel uh, isolated because I have I have so many, I have so much contact with people, um, and so many different projects going on at once that I don't feel, I don't feel that right now. Thankfully. But I have mm -hmm. in the past. I've had situations where I was, you know, didn't have as many contact with other people. My thoughts were just in my head, um, and yeah, and feeling feeling completely unmotivated to do to do anything. That's that sucks. Like I, I wish everybody had a story or something that they could go to to kind of remind them, right? I think, or or help them feel that again. Again, I, like mm -hmm. we said that at the beginning, but I feel there's like, and not everybody's like this. So it's, this is something that applies to, you know, to people like us <laughs> who mm -hmm. read a book and cry and, and really like live the experience of the characters that are in the book and having those experiences, you know, play out is, I feel it. Like I really do feel something similar enough that then I bring back with me. I'm like yeah no like that was that was incredible like I love that feeling that I just felt of of seeing this character go through that feeling I want to feel that I kind of what's my equivalent how can I do that yeah again I, and I mix this up sometimes with between like as I'm talking about it with with inspiration but I I think it's I think it's good to make a distinction because the I can be inspired to do something but that's not necessarily that's just like an idea that would be good. It's not really like uh, the drive to it's do not it. It's not a drive. Yeah. 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 
I find a I lot of things inspirational. Ins- inspiration can lead to motivation, but they aren't the same. The yeah. same, and it, not always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to psychology, where things are this way, except when they're not. Much like the English language. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, anything else you wanted to bring up on on uh, this idea? Uh, Did we? I just. I guess I just want to say that if you've been feeling down and there's something you read or or played or watched when you were younger that you really resonated with back then, um, you know, give yourself permission to try it out again. See if see how it makes you feel now as you've changed and grown over your lifetime. Maybe you'll find some of that comfort even now. It's a good exercise to identify something that, <laughs> that helped or, um, or, or, you know, that that works to keep that around. Again, there's like, there's something I think there's really, again, it's strategic, right? Like in counseling, even, even in teaching, right? It was like, all right, there's these 30 kids. Like I'm trying to motivate all of them at once. It's very, it's, it's often very difficult. Uh, it's always difficult. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, but when you forget, like, like, do you have any thoughts on, like, how do you remember to find that book and go back to it? Or how do you ever remember to go back to these things that have helped in the past? Um, I mean, for, for the Rhapsody books, it's definitely that, um, Gosh, every every place that I've lived, uh, I have taken those books with me, and they always sit on a a good spot on the bookshelf, <laughs> so you can see them. Um, yeah. They're all next to each other; they look real pretty. I tend to put them with some of my other my other faves next to each other, so it's like the favorites shelf. Um, but you know, even in times where I've lived in places where I had like no storage or anything, I made sure that those books, um, were with me where I could at least see them, not necessarily needing to read them again to sort of gain the, the positive emotional outcomes just by having them around. Um, and, and just, I guess in a way having them sort of bear witness to my life I've, I've had I'm trying to remember I originally read my mom's copies and then I went and bought my own copies so I probably bought the copies when I was like 13 or 14 hmm. um, but they have they have been you know with me since then uh, wherever I've lived even if I've you know only had that much book space it's those books <laughs> I mean, one of the most practical pieces of advice that I can give uh, is somehow, like, the words that that have been most helpful for me and for other people, like, even as a therapist, like, I, I used to, I used to love it when it was it was this simple. It was like someone would come in with a problem, and my first question would be, "Have you gone through this before?" Very often. Yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Even, even young, uh, young, uh, young kids. Uh, it's like, have you been through this before? It's like, yes. Has anything ever been helpful? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, so, so what did you do last time? And like, boom, like that's, that's it. Like immediately it's like, oh, right. Like just having someone ask you that question. Like, I love to like bring that question up to, to my friends and family and even strangers, right? Like even, even in my work now, it's just a very practical thing to do. There's a problem. Have you, have you done this before? Like, have you been in this situation before? You just forget. You just, (laughs) there's all these reasons why you forget that. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I have actually accomplished this before. And I, I did find a solution last time. It was a pain in the ass, but I got to it. And then I, I just forgot. And you just asking me reminded me. Like there've been so many times, like 15 minutes into a session, it's like, oh shit, I should just go back and do that thing. Right. I'm like, yeah, do you want to work mm-hmm. out a plan? Do you want me to want to talk about it? And that's, that's super helpful. And it, it, like, it pisses me off when I forget that and I don't have someone to ask me. And like, I'm, 
I'm lost for weeks, you know? And then I'm like, oh, right. Like I can, I can get to a point where I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not depressed enough now to ask myself the question and rem- and think about it. Josue, I got your tattoo. It's my, it's my mom's quote. If you can get there once, you can get there again. Fuck yeah. Say it again. If you can get there once, you can get there again. The first time you brought this up, we, I was like, this is our first teacher. Like, this is the thing that we need to, to make. Yeah. Remember this? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's it. It hasn't happened. Yep. That's, There's I mean, your tattoo. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's a big part. Of what, what do you think, Lauren? I love it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Like, how long did it take you to like? Imagine if you just would have. Maybe the the books wouldn't have hit the same, you know, like a couple weeks ago, or whenever you started feeling this way. But maybe, you know, maybe it would have helped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is frustrating, but yeah, I think that's the that's the tattoo. We're gonna revisit this, uh, Lara. <laughs> we need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. At least for us, just for the three of us, at the very least, we need. Mm-hmm. I think it would be it would be very helpful. And can you explain the context of uh, of that saying, Lara? I will explain the context. Uh, I have explained it so many times, but we're not going to make people go dig through all those episodes of no. of GT Radio. Nope. So when I was a kid, I would get really fresh. I I would play. Um, I think the game was Super Adventure Island. Maybe it was Super Adventure Island 2 or whatever it was. Um, One of those games on the Super Nintendo that like, it was like endless levels over and over and over and over again. And you don't know where the max level is. You just keep going. Um, So my mom would let me keep the Super Nintendo on and turn the TV off um, so that I could pick right back up where I would again. And at some point... I had gotten really far and the the game had turned off and like the system had gotten unplugged or somebody had turned it off or the cat had bumped it or whatever it was. And I was like almost inconsolable because I'd gotten so far in this game. And my mom looked at me and said, well, if you got there once, you can get there again. You've done the levels, you've beaten it, you can do it again. You can't argue against that. It's just like you can't. <laughs> I've done it. I can do it again. You're right. I did and it. And that is a mantra. That is a mantra that I I kind of drill into my clients too. Yeah. Like, if you can do it once and you can get that far in a game, you can do it again. Yeah. If you can, if you've been through this situation before, even if it's not quite the same, you can get through it again. And lately, I've been telling clients. Literally, we have been through all of the worst days of this situation that we're in or our lives, and we can make it through the next worst day. So, mic drop, boom. Mm. <laughs> That's tasty. Uh, I'm, I am reflecting on that, and to, to me right now, what that means is you have felt motivated and full of purpose and inspired before and you will again yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh my god as i said that a hummingbird just flew by the window and stopped and it fucking looked at me oh my god i said (laughs) some deep truth and it called an animal (laughs) it's summoned it's summoned the animal is there is there other hummingbirds in, in in the rhapsody story does it is it like is it all connected um, no, there no. are there oh. are not hummingbirds. And, and, I mean, d- there could be in the world, but they do not talk about hummingbirds. <laughs> <laughs> so, like this, I mean, I, I love this topic, and and going back to like the practicalness of it, right? Of, of those experiences where where just that question was enough. That happens a lot, but it's not always the case. Sometimes it's a lot of fun to to f- help the person find that thing from before because it's not always like this epiphany that hits you. It's like, oh, those were the magic words I needed to hear. And now I, like sometimes you need to help people find it and sometimes it, it's hard work to find that thing that helped us before. And then other times it's a new experience and we, you know, like finding the answer is 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 hard work. But I, w- I would go back to the support system thing. Like if you, at the very least, like obviously, we're, we're talking about mental health and psychology. Like if you can, please <laughs> talk to, talk to a professional, talk to a, like, even if like 
if you're an athlete and you want to get better, you get a coach, right? You 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 find mm-hmm. a trainer. You like there are there are people in this world whose job it is to help you. Um, they they if you can find one of those people and and possibly work with them, it'll be a lot easier. Uh, if if it's not professionals. Again, support system can be many different things. Friends, family. I think in the community episodes, we've talked about uh, the beauty of fandom and geek culture, which is about people wanting to help each other and people loving these things. And like, just reach out to other people and see like how do they get motivated. I think the the core of what we're talking about is that these stories do affect us and these stories that we care about there there are reasons why we care about them uh there's a chicken or egg scenario there but uh those stories exist and sometimes hearing what stories motivated other people um might might help you find your own and if you haven't found uh that story yet or or some sort of situation um I like gaming metaphors myself for, for this one. Um, there are, there are so many stories out there. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, people find the ones that really speak to them. Tell us what those are, which ones have spoken to you and which ones have been helpful to you. I want to know those help me so much. (laughs) Those help me because people ask me these types of things all the time. And the question is sometimes like, like lately, because of stuff I'm working on, uh, questions I see a lot are like, oh, I'm, what video game should I use to work with, with clients? That is, that is not a helpful question at all. It, it's like, what, what, you know, like, what's a good story um, to, to help a client? Or it's like, oh, I need to know a little bit more about the problem. <laughs> and then the more specific we get, but hearing stories of like, oh, this, this is a story that I go to, to, to help me get out of a rut or feel less depressed or that cheers me up. Or in this case, these are stories that um, I found motivate me or help me when I'm feeling unmotivated. Like the more specific we are, the, the, the bigger um, that's, I mean, that's what, that's what the whole like GT network is, is about. Like that's what the forum is for. That's what the the Facebook group is for. And the discord is for um, originally now that, I mean, <laughs> Lots of memes in these now, but but uh, basically the the, the core <laughs> premise is that we help each other by sharing these stories, so that hopefully you know even if we haven't found our story, we can find what helped other people, and and see if it'll if it can help us too. All right, now I'm done. Any closing thoughts? Are you both there? Uh, <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> You're not alone, and we're gonna get through this. I already had my closing montage. You, you right, you did drop the mic. My monologue. I, I dropped the mic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I dropped the mic without dropping the mic because it's hanging. Don't drop nice the mic. mic on a nice boom arm. We've talked it's about all this. Nice. Don't break the mic. All right. Well, uh, hopefully this was helpful. Please, really, just sh- share your stories. It's 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 what we're here for. <laughs> it's why we're doing this. Uh, hopefully, these stories share other uh, will help others as well. I need to check out these these books lauren yeah and if any of our listeners have read the books and enjoyed them please message me if you didn't like the books please don't message me uh i i don't want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) how popular are these books do you i think they were they were pretty popular when they came out there are actually um five of them there's it was supposed to be two trilogies but um the author never finished the the sixth book oh no um, which is sad, but it's fine because the first three are really, really good and are their own story. So you don't necessarily need to read the the other ones. Was there like um, a tragic reason why there wasn't a sixth one? Or n- not as far as I know. I mean, I I haven't looked up if she like she ironically died lost or motivation. Oh God, that would be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, no, I, I don't know the specifics okay. of why that that last book never came out. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's fan fiction out there. I should go looking. Maybe. Go digging. Maybe there's fan fiction. Maybe. 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 <laughs> there's fan fiction. Well, 
maybe there's accessible fan fiction. I'm sure there were there was lots of fan fiction in like 2004 when the I think the third or fourth book came out in 2004, 2005 um, on like Live Journal and stuff. But I don't know if there's um, easily findable fan fiction anymore. <laughs> Completely random thought, but in the years, you know, after year 2000, it felt like we were in the future. If you go look at websites from back then. Holy, oh, wow. so bad. It's, so bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Try going back to the ones from like the when I was in middle school in the early in the in the mid 90s. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> that's like 90s. that's like early, right? But then like, I don't know, 2000s, I feel like We 2000s we did think that our shit was good, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, think about what we're going to see at the website like think of the websites we have now. In like twenty years, yeah. I mean, I mean in some ways, works, but... in some ways, it's sad that we don't have all of that stuff, you know, perfectly preserved, so we can go find it again. But in other ways, I'm appreciative that some of it has disappeared because it means nobody can find my Harry Potter fan fiction that I wrote in middle school. I will. Ah, <laughs> it has disappeared in the desert winds of the internet from 2006 or something. Oh, wait, no, that would have been earlier. It would have probably been 2004. Fuck. I remember getting to go to on a field trip when I was a, in, in middle school with my dad to Lawrence Livermore Lab, which is some hot shit, like, research laboratory out here. And it was to learn coding and build some of the first websites that were going to be put out. And it was, like, some stupid thing I did about my cat. Mm. That's, that is perfection. Well, I, I was 12. Archive. I was 12. The Internet Archive's Wayback Machine exists, so I'm going to go search for your cat website and your Harry Potter fi- fan fiction. I mean, when we're done if here. you find it, please tell me because uh, I have a dark curiosity to see how bad my writing was, but also like maybe it's better to just let that just let that memory go. Did you have a did you have like a pen name? Did you use Oh, why would you ask me to embarrass myself on our podcast? Tell me, tell me afterwards. No problem. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> to, to get there, I need to go because I need to have a conversation with Lauren. <laughs> for more geek therapy, visit geektherapy.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs> now tell me. <laughs> This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.